K's, two A's in the mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's, mirror, mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's in the mirror, and damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a bonbon. It's your boy, King Kunta 3X, and my right-hand man, my main man, Mr. Be Honest. <laughs> man, Wait I love the energy, we do this. Man. That's not how we do this. Oh. That's not, that's not that show. Oh. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Black on Both Sides. I'm one half your host, as I said before, King Kunta, you know, three and, and an X. You know, we were supposed to, you know, do some reimagining about that. Because there's a lot, it's a lot of things to say. Yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm. St- it's a work in progress. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Other than me, you got my right hand man, my toucan Sam, my ace in the hole. He's an ace, but he's not a boon coon. Because I don't like the way that sounds. World renowned, locally known, and universally accepted. Unlike healthcare, Mister. Be honest. What up, B? I could be ace boon. Just can't be the coon. Yeah. Aren't they together? Are they? What is a boon? I don't know. What is a boon? I don't know. What's a boon? I don't even know. Doesn't sound good. I have an idea that Ace has something to do with like being like a pilot or flight. You know, somebody fly. So Ace seems like the good one. And then Boone is like, um, I don't know. I have no idea what it is. Mm. But we know what a coon is. So So it's it's going the wrong direction is what you're saying. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So so let's never do that again. Uh, I say before I promptly forget next show and maybe do it again. What's up, Kunta? Anywho, man. Man, man, I tell you what's up. Shit, man, these goddamn Lakers, man. What the fuck? You know what? Before I start, B, you remember that time not too long ago when I went to the dentist? Uh, yeah. Do you remember that we talked about, you know, the work I get, dental work I got done and the the four shots and et cetera in in my mouth? Remember that? Yeah, the, the long shots. Yeah, remember when you asked me, hey, King Kunta, how long has this situation been going on? And I said, you know, two, three, four, five years. years. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the last half of the, <laughs> of the late. Well, anyway, long story short, that side still hurts. I think I may have a cavity or have cracked something. Oh, no. So I'm going to have to go back to them charlatans and see if there's a crack in there. You and doctors aren't doing real good right now, though. No, we're not. You like over no, three right no, now on doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're. Why are we talking about doctors when I clearly said the dentist? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> if I said chiropractor, you gonna say doctor too? Anyway, uh, yeah, man. So I gotta go see these. Uh, I gotta go see these. Uh, these uh, charlatans with their metal and see what's going on. With my grill, with these smile bones. Um, that sucks. So that was one. Yeah. Shit, by the way, Shaq is a doctor. Well, technically, so am I be. Okay. Aren't you a doctor too? No. A friend of the show, Jamie Mack, is a doctor. Yeah, he is. I drink Dr. Yeah. Pepper. Mm, drink the, the regular or the diet, Dr. Pepper? Diet? Who, who, who the fuck would... Diet, drink a diet soda. That doesn't even make any damn sense. Hey, Jason Guarini. <laughs> exactly. It's a sweet one. <laughs> Not a sweet. Yeah, I, I have balls, so I can't really go lower than that. Higher. My, my wife loves those commercials. But the funny thing is, she doesn't remember the words of the commercial. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's noises. She's, 
No, he's like, so sweet. <laughs> just like that's not it, babe. It's so sweet. It's not. It's not it. Yeah, but you know. Any event, man. So I gotta go see these uh, healthcare <laughs> dental um, practitioners. Uh, ad- practitioners, uh, professional ad- adjacent professionals. <laughs> wow, um, how disrespectful! Air quotes on professionals. Wow. Um, we'll see, man. I mean, shit. I was up in that thing, B, and I ain't been able to chew on the new side. And then yeah. I started to be more aggressive, and I was like, "God damn!" Yeah. And the words Ice Cube, "God damn!" And you know uh, what's funny? That's why most people stop going to the dentist is because when they go to the dentist, they have a fucked up experience. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, you know. Do better. I have a dream, B. Do better, dentist. That one day I can eat with no regard on both sides of my mouth. I have a dream. Uh. Anywho. More personal shit. So, my 15-year-old, or she'll be 15 in another month, has apparently developed a, a, a boy situation during this coronavirus pandemic. Developed a boy situation. So, when we went into the pandemic, there was no boy situation. Okay. Now, there apparently is a boy situation. Hmm. So clearly they only met each okay, well she just started a high school remote learning. Right. Because, you know, California is a reasonable state with coronavirus. Right. Um and apparently between that and Call of Duty and Fortnite or whatever, the mine I don't know. Call of Duty, I think. She apparently has a friend who is a boy. Okay. So she's smart. She got to my wife first. And before I know it, apparently today later on, we having some sort of uh, meet and greet with the kid and his, and his parents. Huh? Who, who authorized this? Not me. I need to do some research, some background checks and shit first. And my wife said, well, I think he might be a fireman. So here's what I'm going to do, B. Because situations is already spiraling, spiraling down a path I don't want. If I pull the plug on this thing right now, she might not come downstairs, uh, the 15-year-old, for maybe a month because she's it. capable of doing that. I believe it. And, and my wife has, has somehow or another went for the okey-doke and approves uh, this nonsense. So, B, <clears throat> firemen are like police officer adjacent. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Unless they're doing the, uh, the softball game, the yearly softball game. So, I'm torn, B. Should I break out my rare sonnets? Equality T-shirt and or my Black Lives Matter mask. What do you think? No mask. I think you should wear the T-shirt because that'll see where he stands. The mask is a little offensive because, like, you're you're saying two things. You're saying to mm-hmm. him that you don't think that he agrees with that, and you're also saying that you don't want his coronavirus. Oh no no! There'll be masks. No, either way. Right, but, but either way, there's gonna be masks. I, we're not. You know, yeah, I get it. I think I am I Donald it. John. I get it, but still, like you're, that statement is a little bit, a little too forward. Like you're almost threatening or challenging his ability to say whether or not Black Lives Matter. The T-shirt, even though it's got a big black fist on it, still is a little. You know, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to look at you in your eyes and see your mask. So he can. Fair. 
You know what I'm saying? You'll be able to look. When he, you know how like girls know when guys are looking at their breasts? Same thing. You'll see him look down and he's going to make a face. How the fuck would I know that? If you say so. That's, they say it all the time. Women are always saying that guys don't talk to them. They talk to their breasts. My eyes are up here. I have, guess, man. Have, uh, you, have you ever seen like right, a so low cut down shirt? Line, so shit. Hmm? You never seen the low cut shirt with the titty meat at the top and the cleavage and stuff? And, and then you're like trying to determine whether or not, you know what I'm saying, what she's saying is more important than the glimpse of that? Of course I do because, you know, I'm a heterosexual male. Um, so what's the, what's the, what's the ratio? <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. While we're recording, folks, the Dallas Cowboys are playing the windless giants and some fuckery is going on. They're down 13 to 3. Mm. <sighs> it's like I'm a goddamn Atlanta Falcons fan, 0 and 5. Anyway, um, <laughs> how does your coach have a job? Oh, that's, let me stop. Back to what I'm saying. So, all right, B, after this conversation about the meet and greet, I'm thinking, all right, maybe the rare sonnets, uh, I don't tolerate racism. I, I don't stand for racist, racism with the black fist. Paraphrasing. Uh, okay. So should I go with my the marathon continues Slauson mask? Is or he, some it, nondescript mask? Is this a black guy? No. He won't he, he know. Be Latino. He won't even know. He won't have any idea what you're Slauson? talking about. Slauson? Oh yeah, he do. He's from, he's from LA. He knows Slauson. Come uh, on, beep. Twist it up. I don't know what Twisted. that means. I don't know. Imagine me sea walking on my chair because You're not gonna come I'm out sea walking, are you? Just, once he gets there. You know, as much as I'd love to, uh, you know the ankle situation, the knee oh, situation. Oh, shit. That'd be real tough in a, in a boot. Uh, Segway. Be, you know, for like the last 72 hours, I've been watching on YouTube Michael Jackson videos almost nonstop. Wow. There, are there that many videos? There's videos. <laughs> 72 hours there's concerts. <laughs> Well, not not nonstop. Okay, uh, that's I'm be, that's a little bit hyperbolic, B. Sorry. All right, uh, I wasn't ass- using my serious voice. My second job was an asshole. Sorry. Yeah. By the way, uh, assholes by nature. Trade the truth and zero. Get all the way into that. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, man. So I was watching. I've been watching these videos. I'm like, shit. This nigga was the shit. Yeah. Uh, for a long time. Yes, sir. Even near the end, he was still the shit. That last, what was that? The This Is It tour or whatever? Is that what it was called? Did you see yeah, that, that documentary? That shit was still banging. Yeah. It was still banging. Yeah, I mean, shit. It's fucking Michael Jackson. I had the kid, but Michael Jackson. Um, so my favorite Michael Jackson song. B, what is your favorite Michael Jackson song? And uh, is, is there a video with it? Um, favorite song. I don't care about the video. Um, it's probably gonna be. How you gonna disrespect Michael Jackson like that? His, his videos were his his music videos were experiences. So this is this is pre video. Okay. It's on off the wall, and the off the wall videos are very discotheque lights and lasers and stuff. So that video isn't gonna. You be mean good. off the wall is the album that black people like? Thriller is the album that everybody likes. Okay, so I have. Okay, so my favorite. Can I give you my favorite two songs? One of them's on Thriller. One's on off the wall. That's the black oh, side and the white side. Like, it's like Michael Bolton. Can you really pick a favorite? But sure. Yeah, you know, I, I can't. Absolutely. My, my, my black side off the wall is Rock With You. My, fa- my white side favorite song is Lady of My Life on Thriller. Top two nice. songs. Well, both of those, well, I'm familiar with uh, 
all of Off the Wall. And I don't currently recall the the, the Thriller song you said. Uh, Lady of my life. And, There'll be no darkness right tonight. Now. Lady, I don't oh. remember right now. Oh my God. I don't, I don't even remember what I had for breakfast. Um, anyway, so my favorite song, which is a little bit newer and does have a video uh, featuring a lot of my favorite people is Remember the Time. Remember that one? Nice song. Hmm? I said nice What'd song. You say? Nice song. Yeah, it's a great song. And the video, it's got Eddie Murphy, Iman, Magic Johnson. Yep. I think, uh, I don't know if Michael shot him. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, John it was Sally? directed by. John Sally's in it too, no. isn't he? Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, it was directed by uh, the great director that just passed this year, uh, Poetic Justice. Oh, John and, Singleton. Yeah, John Singleton was the director. Uh, so that's my favorite video, and that song, Go Hard. So here's the deal, B. Favorite song, favorite video. So what did I do with my Michael Jackson deep dive? I was watching concert performances of my favorite song. B, did you, did you know that Michael Jackson was so damn Michael Jackson that that nigga had an entire concert with a leg injury and he was sitting in a chair for the entire concert <laughs> and people was okay with that shit because he was in the building? Was that your link in Slack? Did you put that in Slack? Because I saw that. Mm, I saw that link. Bro. Yeah, I think I did. <laughs> yeah. That nigga is straight up chair dancing. He's in the chair dancing. Well, I don't, I don't know how he many... He stood up one time and realized it was a bad idea and sat back down. I don't know how many of our listeners are younger and wouldn't have known this, but there was a time when Michael Jackson would come out on stage. Well, he actually wouldn't come out. He would be, he would be elevated from underneath the stage and they'd be screaming, the scream would ensue. And then there'd be like a little boom. And then when the, the noise changed to boom, he would like change one thing. Like he'd move his arm and they'd go crazy for like three minutes. And then it'd be another noise. He'd move the other arm. They'd go crazy for... There'd be like 15 minutes of just noises and arm or leg moves before he even looked at the crowd, made a real dance move, any music play. Or even or anything, took his glasses off. Anything. Or even took his sunglasses anything. off. Anything. That's just like 15 minutes of just bong, bong, bongs and him just changing directions with his head. And and, and, and people, white people is crying and falling Fainting. out and being carried off on stretches. This nigga ain't even hit a moonwalk yet. Nothing. I don't think people understand the pandemonium that was involved in a Michael Jackson concert because the concerts now they're they're so standoffish and and it's 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 a different thing. What the entire Beyonce is you talking about, B? But anyway, I don't um, faint for no damn Beyonce. Stop it. Not even not even a fake. Oh, well, you're not a member of the Beehive. Neither I am. You think I, that you I th couldn't? Don't ask me. I wouldn't know. You think Lucretia um, is gonna faint with her new lace front and her and her tips? She ain't fainting with no damn new maybe. tips. No way. That shit costs too Those much alphabet money. alphabet people might. Mm -mm. The alphabet people might. No, they're like, oh, this floor is disgusting. No. Maybe gone, queen. Not the point. Uh, point is, so... Michael Jackson. B, this nigga is sitting in a chair. Yeah. His, like, his... He's famous because of singing and dancing. 50-50. Yes. yes. Probably more so with the dancing. Everybody wanted to dance. Everybody that's of a certain age, everybody that's over, that's, uh, I'd say, at least 30 and up has tried the moonwalk at some point. How mean is your moonwalk? Prior, prior to Used the boot. To be better than it is now. Yeah, prior to the boot. 
Yeah, I mean, well, obviously, I'm going to need a wood floor and some socks. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, man. Come on, man. You got to have some, some penny loafers. You can't do that in, in, in tennis shoes anyway. Well, I mean, hey, man, you asked me. You're right. I'm, I'm, being, I'm being transparent. You're right. I got a mean moonwalk. So, yeah, I, 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 need, I need some, I need some, uh, some socks and a, and a floor. By the way, B, I'm not going to lie to you, man. When I was listening to them videos... I tried to do that shit. <laughs> Ankle be damned. Yeah. And you know what, B? That was a fucking terrible idea. <laughs> Sorry to hear about your leg, man. But in any event, I, I'm just happy that I got to relive some of my good times, B. Are you there, B? I am. <laughs> you didn't ask me anything. <laughs> it's like shit. It's a one man show because that's what that nigga so Michael low, Jackson did. So low. Yeah, that, I saw some some uh, other videos of him singing. Do you know this nigga out sing Shaka Khan? Michael Jackson can sing. Shaka Khan's looking at him. This little Shaka Khan's looking at him, this nigga. He got on his knees. Then caught the Holy Ghost. He was doing all sorts of stuff. I actually saw uh, maybe a, I guess his DJ Vlad interview, which he's no longer the, doing the interviews. He had Luanella mm. do the interview for him. I saw a Vlad interview with uh, Shaka Khan. She looks really pretty, man. And she's got to be 60. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black don't crack. Yeah, she's at least 60. That's not even up for debate. She looks really pretty. Um, yeah. yeah, she's, you know, she's, time has been kind. Um. Yeah, man. So that was crazy. So Michael Jackson, for those who don't really know or think they know or got a little bit, you know, we not canceling Michael Jackson. Fuck that. Yeah. Hey, let's bring it in. Uh-oh. Close the door. We're not really canceling R. Kelly either. Shh. Too much baby making music. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> anyway, but um, separate the artists from the music, goddammit. So yeah, so that was interesting. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed watching that nigga chair dance. Nigga stood up one time. Otherwise, it was the, it was the shoulders. He nice. tapped his good foot. Nice. It was great. <laughs> it's like, like, how the fuck was everybody? It's like, everybody, I'm okay with this. <laughs> on, on, on the good foot, literally. Move them shoulders, Mike. Kill him, kill him with the shoulders. <laughs> now I want to sing up these shoulders to my dancers. When y'all see me hit that shoulder, y'all do the he same did. thing. He did. That nigga did do that. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> He's a goddamn professional. I believe it. Yeah, man. Another thing that Michael Jackson did, for the most part, he stopped some. I mean, if you're in a stadium and you got 100,000 people, you can't always do this. But he tried more times than not to actually be singing his shit. Yeah which I thought was very impressive because, well, yeah. Um, did you, uh, did we ever talk about that Prince Michael Jackson, James Brown meetup? No. Are you familiar? There's a video of, of uh, James Brown having a concert and Prince and Michael Jackson out in the crowd. No. You got to send, right. send me See, that link, dude. So here's the deal. That's why we, that's, that's what you get with black on both sides. B, B and I be shooting the shit. All of a sudden the shit done got shot. Yeah, B, if you YouTube, Google James Brown, Michael Jackson and Prince. Yeah, I guess in the early 80s, 
James Brown, about the last time that nigga was James Brown, when somebody said, hey, you got, got tickets, James Brown. Nigga, what? Let me go. James Brown and, and the JBs were jamming. And somebody told that little nigga that Michael Jackson was out in, out in the stands. And so he called Michael Jackson, come on up. <laughs> this was Michael Jackson uh, before the Pepsi commercial. Okay. So he had, that, he had that good Jerry Crow and he was still happy and shit. Yeah. So Michael Jackson came up on stage and that nigga started singing some soulful shit. I don't know what it was. That nigga went to, uh, you know, to the, you know, um, to the, to the Jackson five days. No, you know, you're you from know, Gary, Indiana. Yeah. He went to the, you know, I'm wondering who's loving you days. That nigga hit all the soul. <laughs> and as soon as he finished, oh, them JBs took off with the fast paced music. Oh, as JBs want to do. And what did Michael Jackson do? He nailed Nailed. Nailed it. Spot on. Dance for dance. Spin for spin. A classic James Brown. Uh, 10 or 15 seconds. Wow. It was so good. James Brown was almost on the flow. I mean, the footwork. And then the spin. This is back when Michael Jackson was spin until you got tired of watching him spin. <laughs> I was like, that nigga's still spinning. I went... I got some cereal. He's still sp okay. Yeah, and then and then that was it. And then JB say, I, and I, you know, I hear Prince is out there. And then they and then so they brought Prince's little ass up, and uh, Prince borrowed someone's guitar. I don't know who it was. Just somebody around, and, just like, hey, let me use that. Yeah, one of the JBs. Yes, he wasn't. They, they they were not there to perform. <laughs> B. You can look at this YouTube up. They were not there to perform. Oh, they were just in the building. <laughs> Let me get that up out you. <laughs> yeah, and so he and so Prince got it and uh, got the got borrowed the guitar. He might have tried to you know mess with it for a second because the JBs was JBing, and then once he you know got it right to where he wanted it, uh, he did that Prince thing, and uh, he might have kicked the microphone <laughs> down and picked it back up like James Brown used to. I don't remember. Yeah. And uh, he did that, you know, that thing he was doing at that time, which was, you know, the gyratings, the gyrating and the hip thrusting and, and the periency and the filth and the flarn yeah. that he was doing at that time. So, yeah, yeah, big uh, YouTube and listeners out of YouTube, James Brown, Michael Jackson and Prince. That's crazy because I would actually liken Prince more to what James Brown was. He's just a better singing version of, of James oh, Brown. Oh, get the Get the entire fuck out of here. James Brown didn't play an instrument. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying as far as how they dance and the, like the performance of it. Oh. Yeah, that, that to me, that's what mm -hmm. they, they... I don't know, but you got to think some more about that because when Michael Jackson was coming up... That's why you're shocking James me. Brown when, was was like the primary influence on him before he got, you know... Yeah, but if you look at that Bob Fosse dude, that Bob Fosse dude, that's Michael Jackson's moves. No, I'm, I'm telling, shit, I'm telling you what Michael Jackson, what little bitty Michael Jackson said when he was asked. Said. And I'm telling you what, what happened in the, you know, Jackson's The American Dream. Remember that movie? I do. Yeah, we watched that shit. I remember. Uh, he's, he was stealing a Jackie Wilson. Jackie Wilson was doing something and Michael was just watching and borrowing. Uh, but in any event, long story short, so that's a pretty... That one year, maybe a beer bet, and certainly that's a piece of American pop, you know, not even pop, American, yeah, popular pop, culture, yeah. just gold. Yeah, man. So, uh, so check that out. That was that was that was pretty fucking amazing. 
Uh, did you hear about the the uh, Will I Am Michael Jackson Prince story? I don't think I care, but let's try. You remember when Michael Jackson was uh was uh, trying to make his last real album before this is it, and he had like you know current producers working on this shit. Right. I think uh, Will I Am was was one of them. Fuck Kanye was one of them, uh, and a few others. Because um, he had put yeah got he had stuck a toe in with the uh, "You Rock My World" remix with uh, Jay Z. Oh, okay, I don't remember uh, that. So he was so he was trying, huh? I don't remember that at all. Wow. Wow, B. I don't like my Michael Jackson watered down. It wasn't. Like, you don't remember when Jay-Z introduced Michael Jackson at Summer Jam? No. Shit. Michael Jackson was at Summer Jam? Yes. How do you not remember this shit? Bruh, I do not remember that. Fuck, B. Something traumatic, something traumatic must have happened around that time, and I compartmentalized it. I don't remember that at all. Shit, man. And the only way he brought him out, because they, they had a song. I don't remember any of this, Kuta. None of it. I think you're lying. Is this, did we flip universes or something in parallel? Or I no, man. I don't remember any of this. Michael Jackson and Jay-Z okay, have so a this song is gonna be, Yeah, so this was going to be a little... You got to be more specific with this one. You're not going to find it on iTunes. You actually have to YouTube it. It's the You Rock My World remix. Michael Jackson, You Rock My World remix with Jay-Z. <sighs> it's nice. Wow. Yeah, it's real nice. Because this is like prime Jay-Z. And, you know, I'm fucking Michael Jackson. Uh, wow. So you got Michael Jackson's vocals, and you know the production was was cocaine clean. It was just clean. That's one thing I miss about Michael Jackson's music. That shit was pristine. So you rock my world, the one that was the video with Chris Tucker, that song? That's the original. They had a Jay Z. Yes, okay, that I still song. Believe they had a Jay Z remix. Okay, I gotta look it up. Nigga, you ain't gotta believe it. It is what it is. I got nope. the song in my hand. The Mike Jordan, the rap, something, something. I don't think they're ready. Nope. And Michael Jackson, my line. <laughs> yeah, and the and the the song comes in with like this, uh, like a whistle or something. This nope. it's hard to explain because they flipped the entire. This is back B when remixes were you know remixes different, <laughs> right? Say <laughs> like, hey, this song's pretty good. <laughs> But I think we can make another song <laughs> with some of the same words. <laughs> Not Remix, all of them, right? <laughs> but some of them, yeah. Uh, so, so B, check that out. That shit's fucking lit. Wow, it's so lit that I don't understand why it's not uh, readily available on iTunes. It must be some licensing shit. I don't know. Did it come don't up, ask did me. It come I up would know. Ninety-five and ninety-nine. Yes. Okay, I was going. That's why. Well, I actually. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I was yeah, overseas. It did. I was it overseas. Did. That's why I don't, I don't remember it. You know what? Don't get me the line. I'm just going. But um, I, I, I can't, the I can't answer imagine. is yes, because Summer Jam stopped being a thing. I can't imagine me not knowing about this. That's why it's just, this is like, this is in my wheelhouse, and I don't know anything about it. It's just shocking to me. So that's why I'm having this moment over here. Uh, yeah, man, it's... That's uh, uh, okay, man. I can't find it, but yeah, that might be in that time period. All right, let's uh, quickly move on to fuckery. <sighs> did you watch the Lakers game the other night, B? I did. <sighs> the GOAT. Are you okay with that nigga passing the ball out for the game? Yes, I think he made the perfect. That was the, the proper move. That was his, that was the right play. Okay, let's move forward. So that nigga Danny Green, this nigga Danny Green, 
is a Laker for one reason. One reason only. All that nigga do is yeah. shoot threes. That's he don't it. shoot 15 footers. Nope. He don't get below the. I mean, even he don't even like layups. He this play, nigga don't like layups. He, he don't. Plays, he plays a little bit of defense. And this nigga's big. He ain't small. He's about six seven, six right. eight. This, this nigga, all he does is shoot threes. That's his thing. Three and D. He's what they call, you know, a three point specialist. I would say so. Nigga had wide open for championship of the world. And, it, and it's not the championship pressure, B. You want to know why? The pressure, it can't be because it was a championship. That nigga got a championship with Kawhi last year. And he got one with San Antonio. And with San Antonio. So this nigga, no. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, the moment was too big. Right. <laughs> nigga threw up a goddamn brick. He pulled that shit. He almost shot an air ball, B. Yeah. It almost did. It's the way that it hit the front of the rim coming down. Oh, that probably doesn't. That's not a good explanation. It hit the front of the front of the rim because he shot a moonshot. And and then fucking uh Markeith, Marcus, I don't know which one of them niggas it is. The one that the one that played for the Lakers and the one that's not on the Clippers. Keith. This nigga, whatever, who gives a fuck? This nigga pulled a, a whole ass. Anything is possible, J.R. Smith, and pass the ball to nobody. Oh, man, that was awful. That was just before that Danny Green shot, too. It was like the play before. And that, <laughs> and that, and that nigga LeBron was open. Yeah. Shit, man. Shit. So Snoop went in on Danny, Danny Green. You know, fuck that nigga and all this other shit. And I agree. He had death threats, But though. I don't agree. That's what I don't agree with. Right. What? What are we doing here? What are we doing? It's a goddamn game. What are we doing? The series ain't over. If the series is over, still, what are we doing? Right. I don't get people, man. That's I don't get people. Silliness. It's crazy, man. I, I just don't. It's unnecessary. This it's isn't people. Hockey. We live in crazy times. Hockey, it doesn't fucking matter. We live in crazy-ass times. Yeah. So he addressed death threats, and, you know, he just kind of brushed it off and just says, I hope people use that same energy to go vote. So Ooh, got him it is it, what it is. Get him where it hurts. I guess. You know what else would, ain't been shit in this playoff series? Cal Kuzma. I don't like his game either. But the difference between Danny Green and Cal Kuzma is that Cal Kuzma will accidentally give you two buckets. He was actually did, accidentally do that shit. You ain't got to run shit for him. He'll accidentally give you a couple buckets, but that might be it. Yeah. So what do Cal Kuzma and Danny Granger have in common? Danny Green have in common? Light skin? They wear Puma. They wear, yeah, that one. Hmm. They wear Pumas too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't trust niggas playing basketball in Pumas. In Pumas. For real. I, I, it's not I, goddamn <laughs> 78 or 81 or 82. What are we fucking doing? I have some Pumas. Like, well, well Pumas, Jay-Z's with Puma and he's giving people, you know, he's giving them larger deals. Is he? <laughs> Is he? B, B, not only are they playing in Pumas, they might be playing in J. Cole Pumas. Oh, wow. You're saying, oh, wow, he's impressive. I'm saying, oh, wow. Wait a minute. You niggas is playing in somebody's basketball shoe that don't play basketball for, for money? I wasn't saying it That's impressed. the problem. <laughs> I wasn't saying it was impressed. I was like, oh, wow. And I want to talk about AD and all these other dudes not named LeBron. Mamba jerseys don't give you Mamba mentality. 
Kobe Bryant shoes don't make you Kobe Bryant. AD and everyone wearing them goddamn jerseys. You need to get your shit together. You're embarrassing Kobe. How the fuck LeBron gonna score 82,000 points, 703 rebounds, and 97 assists? And ain't nobody can give him nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, AD had 20 or something, but that, that nigga fragile. Yeah. Have you ever seen have you ever seen somebody that almost gets hurt every play? He's always almost about to suffer a career-ending injury. I'm seeing it. They better be careful giving him a long-term term contract. I'm just gonna tell you right now, you heard it here first. Did you actually see the play the where nigga. he re-injured his uh ankle contusion? Did you see the play? No, I don't remember that. See, here's the deal. I I couldn't watch all of it because it's too stressful, bro. Too stressful. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. He jumped up for a rebound, and as he came down, the side of his ankle hit the side of Caru uh, somebody's Caruso's leg or something. It was nothing. It was a nothing nothing injury or whatever. It was nothing. So that that's that's worries. I'm worried about that because those those accidents where it looks like almost nothing happens those tend to be the ones where the real issue is. I don't, remember if you, I don't know if you remember that time in the playoffs when Kevin Garnett went up for a rebound and, and came down and was hurt. He was gone for the, that season and the next season. It's those types of energy, hey injuries that do that to you. So is he playing today? Hey, man. Hey, man. You better shoot it up and tape it up. Yeah. I don't give a fuck that motherfucker. I don't care if that motherfucker falls off next Friday. You so, got to get this championship, AD. So I know you didn't want to talk about this, but... I mean, this is seriously um, evidence that LeBron is a much better player than he gets credit for. Look at the ragtag band of people that he's he's pulled to the fucking finals. Wait a minute, AD is not ragtag. He's no, a top five you, player. You I know. Just, I'm giving I'm giving him shit through, right now. Okay, but what I'm saying, I am a fan, B. Yeah, but, can I be? Can I be allowed to feel? Can I feel, B? <laughs> can I emote? <laughs> but look though, I give I give you AD is top five, right? But then the team just falls from there. It falls. Well, that's like, normal. You can't be. Uh, you can't normally pay everybody without mortgaging your future. That's why Golden State is essentially a dumpster fire now. Toronto was, last year was a better team than. Lakers are this team this year. Yeah, but they only had one, one, one uh, premium all-star level player. But the other players were Not serious. A, None of the, nobody right, else in the Lakers was serious. I, I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, after you get past Anthony Davis, if he were to be hurt... Rondo's serious. Rondo's no, been playing well. Rondo has, Rondo's shot is seriously done. He's, he's, His shot? Yeah, no, he can't shoot worth shit. Never could. He would be the third point guard if Avery Bradley wasn't allergic to bubbles. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would. Every you Bradley, Bradley would have started. KCP would have been second. No, no. Uh, he wouldn't have been. Maybe Avery Bradley would start, um, depending on the on the power on the uh, point guard on the other team. But Rondo is who LeBron wants to handle the rock when he's not in. And he's hardly he's, Rondo's he's, hardly in the game, man. KCP is. is yeah, not, have you not been watching these shits? I've been yeah, watching he is. every minute. KCP has no consistency. Danny Green. No, he doesn't. Danny Green's legs are stupid looking, and he misses Fuck shots. That nigga. He misses shots all the time. Kyle Kuzma plays arrogant, like he's really, really good, but he's not really, really good. But shit, <laughs> I hope that I hope that nigga didn't buy a house out here. <laughs> he's so arrogant looking. Win, lose, or draw. I don't think that nigga's gonna make it next year. <laughs> well, who else? Dwight Howard. Y'all didn't like Dwight Howard last time he played for the Lakers, so you're trying to pretend like you like him this well, time. He 
but you don't. You don't really like oh, him. Wait, wait, well, well, this time it's more of a Rodman thing. <laughs> Double on Thunder. You still don't like Double him. Entendre. His antics, he keeps Double fucking entendre. up. He keeps fucking up trying to piss people off instead of playing ball. And it's nah, like, you're, nah. no, you know you're on the fence. Like when he, when he starts doing that dumb shit, you're like, oh man, I hope this goes well. Every single time. Well, well he ain't got but six <laughs> fouls. I don't give a shit if you use, you use them all. I don't he care. Got, he gets seven every night. Uh, JaVale McGee. Uh, hey, that's fine, man. That's JaVale. JaVale. Hold on, hold on. JaVale McGee is, is the all-time most getting uh, award winner of Shaq and the Fool. Don't pretend like he's the he's a good player. Nigga. Don't get JaVale, that shit. Are you in the series? Are you playing <laughs> no. in this series? He's not. How is Cal Kuzma getting more time than you? That's what I'm saying, man. How? That's what I'm saying. Dwight went out of the game yesterday or two day, uh, on Friday and I didn't see your ass. What's going on? Markeith shit. Morris is not the best Morris. So you already Why know is he why is he this nigga <laughs> Well, you know what? You know what? <laughs> I was about to say, why is this nigga getting so many minutes? But I'm pretty sure I will not have to worry about that today. You- <laughs> Marquise Morris came out and said, you know, uh, now you really see who your real fans are. I'm like, nigga, you've been on the team for two months. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know you. He's not even the best Morris. So uh, Caruso, Caruso is better than Rondo, but he just doesn't get any real respect. I don't know why. I think Caruso plays better than Rondo. Caruso. Right, right now, it, right now, it, it, 2020. It, it, Caruso is just is just another guy, but you kind of like, but does dumb shit. So you like him, but he does dumb shit. Yeah. So, all right, man, I'm gonna let you make it, man. You got energy. I'm gonna let you. You got heart. I'm gonna let you make it. Rondo never uh, never had a jump shot, and they're not even starting him right now, so it doesn't even matter. He can't even get in his rhythm. I really believe Rondo is better than he's being allowed to be because he's a rhythm guy, and he doesn't really get he doesn't really get to start, and that's where you get your rhythm. So that's that's my that's my so, man. that's how I feel about the Lakers. Well, all I know is that the Lakers lost Friday. My beloved Longhorns lost yesterday. Damn. The Cowboys are down 13-3 to at home to the winless Giants. Damn. And the Lakers are supposed to play later today. So let's see what you have to offer 2020, though I'm pretty sure what you have to offer 2020. I told um, y'all y'all were going to win today. The Lakers, the Lakers, I mean. I told y'all weren't going to win Friday. I said there's no way y'all win tonight and on we'll Friday. We'll see, nigga. 2020. 2020. Yeah. yeah, y'all might go game seven. That'll be a good game seven. If you say so, man. You're, you're hey, not, you see that? You're not enjoying the games, honestly. You're not enjoying these Laker games. These last few. I'm a Lakers fan. I need this championship. I need this chip. You're not enjoying the games, is what I asked you. Uh, it's hard because, like you, I grew up at a time where basketball looked different. Yeah. So the flopping, the yeah. touch fouls on on the threes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just a different game. Um, that's why I have a hard time accepting LeBron passing the ball because he knows that's not the standard he's judged on. Right. He's judged on the old standard. But that you old know, standard might People won't say, well, MJ passed the ball. Sure okay, did. but before that, before that, MJ also, you know, would take the last shot. No, 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 that no, was, no, no. When no, he passed no, that no, rock, no, no. that was that surprised let's, everybody. No, let's be, he he let's, gave it to Kerr. Let's be <laughs> very, very clear. LeBron James put this sorry-ass, mediocre Laker team on his back and and drove it straight to the hoop for 42 minutes of that game. The last play, which was the play he was supposed to get collapsed on, which he did, he gave the ball up to somebody who, like you said, is a three-point specialist. He made the correct play. He was not supposed to shoot that shot. He was supposed to give that to John Paxson or Steve Kerr or B.J. Armstrong or Craig Hodges, and he did that. It's just okay. that Danny Green yeah. is none of them niggas. You wait, wait. Let's stop pretending Robert that we're millennials. Now stop pretending we're millennials. Nigga, 
You done put the team on your back. He did. You done, you done played all those minutes. You don't know what else you're going to have in the tank. You have got to get to the rack. He Make did. them follow you. They will not call, they're not going to call a charge on LeBron in the last seconds of a championship game. They're not going to do that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Game seven is later on tonight. We'll see what happens. Game six. Not game seven. Game game six because MJ never saw a game seven in his career. I'm just saying. Nobody he saw asked a lot of, he saw a lot of first round kickouts in the playoffs though, and second round. So You know what? So did LeBron, but we ain't going to have to talk about all that. I mean, though. LeBron's okay, been in the um, finals more than, LeBron, than Jordan has ever even thought of. Double probably. He's probably been in the final. We're just going to pretend like that nigga didn't just leave for like uh, two seasons and then leave again before he was ready. Because that? That, that last run... So Barry uh, Sanders, didn't have to end. So Barry Sanders is the best running back of all time? No. Even though he I, probably would have been had he hold stayed, on a second. he didn't. Hold on a second. B, you know the answer is yes. He, he you left. know every year Emmett Smith sends him a, uh, a, 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 a fruit basket. Every year and says, hey, hey, Barry. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate you. He sends he sends those fruits those those baskets they have the fruit like a flower those fruit <laughs> arrangements with the chocolate edible arrangements, edible arrangements. every year yeah. Emma Smith sends an edible arrangement and says hey Barry you know love is love thank you <laughs> thank you very much and I'm a I'm a diehard Cowboys fan I know I'm surprised and I understand Emmett Emmett's <laughs> running through hallways. Emmett's running through hallways. Ain't nobody, ain't, ain't no, ain't no nigga near Emmett. Right. And if they're, they are, they're going to catch me eventually. Ain't no, <laughs> whereas Barry, Barry Sanders, uh, listeners, go, if you like sports and football, go look into Barry Sanders. That nigga was amazing. Shit. Yeah, wow. This, he got, he's surrounded by three people. They done tackled themselves. <laughs> You know, one of the one of the great defenders, I forgot who it was, might have been Reggie White. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Said if you want to tackle Barry Sanders, the best thing you can do as a defender, the best thing you can do is stand where you are and see if he comes back to you. Yeah. That nigga was like a ping pong ball. I mean, just lateral. You're not tackling him one on one. That's just that's just not going to happen, sir. Yeah. Um, all this shit you see Lamar Jackson do for all you young bucks. All Lamar is doing is looking like a, a less quick, shifty version of Barry. That's I, all he's doing. I, I That's honestly, all doing. I honestly was thinking that exact same thing before you said it. So, yeah. Well, you know, because you, you synced it, and yeah. I synced it, yeah. which is why I don't understand you trying to pretend like he ain't the best running back. He, he's got to be the best one you, you've seen. With your own eyes. I believe he's the best, but that's not what the stats and the history books are going to say. Well, Jim Brown was the best. He only played... Look, look. I think that anyone that watches the games, I mean, we can say this because he's in the Hall of Fame. They're all in the Hall of Fame. I mean, but it's, you know, his, his tape against anyone else's tape, his film versus anyone else's film that's got a gold jacket. I mean, you go, well, uh, sit down, Emmett. Uh, Jim Brown, what do you have for us? Okay. Gil Sayers, uh, rest, rest in peace. Gil, uh, you didn't do this long enough. We did it for about, what, two seasons? I don't know. So, Jimmy, let's put Jimmy up. Jimmy and Barry. Show me Jimmy and Barry. Earl Campbell? Mm, no, he was a different that kind doesn't of back. match. He was, he was a different kind yeah, of back. That's, he was not only was a different kind of sensational, back. Sensational, though. It, it, it cost him. Yeah. yeah. The football things away from him. that he, he didn't have to allow it to happen that way. He didn't have to be that way. 
but he he just you know like Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Uh, he just used his God given talent and just relied on his talent being better than everybody else, regardless of what the smart thing to do. Specifically, run out of bounds. Whereas um, Earl Campbell just ran into people over and over and over again. Whereas Adrian Peterson normally looks to hit somebody. Now, Adrian Peterson is one of those niggas from Africa. They don't make any more. He off the assembly line. I mean, it's, it's Adrian Peterson, Cam Newton. They're one of one. There aren't any people like that. Um, even Lamar Jackson, he's not, he's great, but he's not, he's not a, he's not a, as I say, an oddity. Right. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson uh, could be on the, on the no nonsense show and look like a regular ass dude. Well, Lamar, shut your little ass up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Something's wrong with you. If you don't go get a, if you don't go get a, get a, get a damn haircut, you got plats. <laughs> got plats on your on your head. Oh, got shit. got shit. Look like got whatever. Yeah, but I digress. B. Yes, Barry Sanders is probably the greatest running back all time. The only person that can say shit to him is Jim Brown. Uh, and Emmett, I love you, babe. But you know what it is. Edible arrangement. Uh, anywho, so let's keep it moving. That was the fuckery portion of the of the podcast. Uh, so um, the vice president, the vice presidential debate happened earlier in the week. B, did you watch any of it, or did you just catch the highlights? I watched it all. Well, that was a normal debate. I would say that's a debate of the kind that we're normally used to seeing, except for the uh, for the plastic the. Uh, the glass that was set up between the candidates because of coronavirus. But other than that, that was a regular debate of people uh, both uh, accentuating their positives, uh, decreasing or ignoring the negatives, and throwing subtle jabs back and forth. Though Mike Pence did try to talk over uh, Kamala many times, and Mike Pence did often refused to remotely answer the question he was asked. And he kept going back to uh, earlier questions or earlier comments, which you've got the famous me, uh, the famous video from Kamala, you know, where she, B, I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I would presume you could empathize with this is that when you're on any type of public stage, you have to be aware of how you present so that you don't allow the, the other person to say, oh, that's just an angry black guy. Oh, that's so stereotypical. Right. Um, so I think that Kamala had that in addition to being, you know, oh, that's just an angry black woman, which is what the other side has consistently said about her. And so I don't know what the objective was for her other than to be safe. Um, and I think that, you know, it was largely, nothing happened. It was largely a draw. You know, there's memes, but there's the, you know, at one point a fly landed on Mike Pence's head and didn't move for a substantial amount of time. Uncomfortable amount of time. This nigga also had blood in his eye. Did you see that one, B? I did after you mentioned it. I was like, nigga, 
what in the entire COVID-19 patient zero experiment is going on here? Yeah. You got blood in your eye and a fly on you. Are you dead? Are you dead? <laughs> yeah. Are you, have you been reanimated? Um, shit. So key takeaways for me being, you let me know how you felt about it. Key takeaways for me is that, um, unsurprisingly, um, Pence and Trump are going to continue to say they did everything well with the pandemic. Um, unsurprisingly, uh, Democrats are going to say they did everything wrong, which is actually factual for the most part. Um, two points of key interest. One, I think, is more serious than the other. So Kamala would not answer directly the question of if the Democrats take the House and the Senate and the presidency, will they expand the Supreme Court? Because Trump had an extra pick. Right. Now, I understand why she couldn't answer that because the Democrats are not sure what they want to do with that. Right. And if they do decide they want to do that, it's not a smart thing to say this close to the election. Right. Uh, for the, you know, the conservative people that are going to vote and the one issue pro-life people. Because um, Amy Coney Barrett is, prob- is pro-life. So she dodged that. I think that's an issue. I don't think it's a big issue, but it's an issue. Do you want to talk about that or you want me to go to the other one? Um, I think that, um, I, don't know that I don't know that you, would, you say dodge, but I don't think it was a successful dodge. I think it was very obvious and blatant that she wasn't answering it. So, uh, well, that, that Joe. may be what you mean. Yeah, neither does Joe. I mean, yeah. you can't... The reason they can't answer it is because there's no unity in the party in what to do. Right. Because it's too close to, you know, RBG's death. Nobody knows really what to do. By the way, they're already having Senate confirmation hearings for uh, Amy... Uh, yeah, it's going to happen. Coney. It's going to happen. Yeah. Um, all right. So... That's an interesting conversation. Now, the frightening conversation, the one that you should be concerned about, the issue that should be at the front of everybody's mind, no matter, no matter how you feel about the candidates, is that Mike Pence refused to agree to a peaceful exchange of power in the event Trump loses. Yeah, he avoided that shit too. Think about that. Let's say Trump loses. Let's say these polls are somehow different from the polls that happened in 2016 where Hillary was ahead and all this shit. Let's say Trump loses. He challenges what he can challenge and he still loses. And that nigga says, nope, I'm not leaving. Then what? B, do you know? No idea. I don't fucking know either. And because neither B nor myself know him, I'm sure a lot of you out there don't know. That's some frightening shit. And we gonna find out. We gonna find out. Um, as this is going on, right before, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg successfully argued her first case before God. How so? That nigga Trump got the COVID. Mm. 
Mm. Oh man, got the COVID. He almost left, B. Did you, you know, if you following closely, he almost got up out of here. They had to give him experiment, experimental cocktails. Did you know that, B? Yep. They had to give him all kinds of shit that you can't, you and I can't. By the way, to be clear, that's exactly what's supposed to happen with the president of the United States. He's supposed to get shit we can't get. That's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Regardless of who the hell the president is. And their claims- A dead president doesn't do anybody any good. Right. Their claims that, that the treatment that he got is he's on the board or at least has high- High value stocks in those companies. That's that's, that's the rumor that's going around. Did you hear that? That's the, I'm not fucking with that. Well, I'm fucking with he got some experimental treatments. He was in bad shape. It's it's more, more that's come out is he was apparently in bad shape. But this nigga, he's got his doctors lying. And see, the thing is, before this happened, Trump was telling people, and well, Kelly McEnany, um. And others in his cabinet were telling people he gets tested every day. BD, did you hear that? He gets tested every day. I didn't hear that. No? He gets tested. We, we get tested every day. Because obviously the question, why aren't you social distancing, socially distancing? Why aren't you all wearing masks? Well, we get tested every day. We get tested every day. Okay, Trump has coronavirus. When was his last test? Crickets. No, seriously, when was the last test? Crickets. The doctor talking all these things are, that have happened to Trump. And he's asked, so when was his last uh, uh, negative test? Oh, well, you know, I'm not allowed to say that under HIPAA laws. Well, he said all this other shit that's about his health. As we sit here today, the only thing we know about Trump's testing is that he's tested often. Hmm. Does that sound like every day to you, B? Does not. Often. Okay, well, when was his last uh, negative test? They won't tell us. B, do you know why it's important to know when his last negative test was? Uh, for quarantining purposes? Yeah, to see who the fuck this nigga came in contact with, and he might need to go quarantine somewhere. Because they are not going to have access to experimental shit, regardless of not where they own stocks in the company. Or contact tracing or whatever they're calling it now. But, he, but they won't release that information. What we do know is that other people have gotten sick. From that event with Judge Amy Coning Barrett. Um, so many people, in fact. Yeah, I think there's like 11 that we know of. Uh, including the president of Notre Dame, who has been censored by the students. And the uh, board, of the board uh, is going to uh, have a decision on whether or not they censor him. All these people at the White House with no masks on. Um, Dr. Fauci called this a super spreader event. There was a super spreader event at the White House. B, you remember when this first started happening and you and your wife got sent home to work from home? Yep, immediately. Right. And, and we recorded a day. I've been remote since, I don't know, early March. Hell, I've lost track. I've just been home home. Yeah. They just now allowed certain White House staff to work remotely after the Trump's positive test. <laughs> wow. And you know they're not allowed to wear masks. Right. So we can't know anything about contact tracing. You know who works in the White House? There's butlers. There's janitorial people. There's all sorts of individuals who are not tied to any party 
who are the people that keep everything going as far as the logistics, the infrastructure. I mean, it's a business. It's not really a house. I mean, yes, there are living quarters there, but everything else there is a normal business with corporate entity uh, employees. Well, that's not exactly what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you've got all sorts of people. I would probably describe it more of a, I don't know. You've got all sorts of people there that just are there, that right. always will be there. The staff, right. not the not the presidential staff, but the right. White House staff who, right. yeah, um, pages, um, I think I've heard bellboys, people, uh, butlers, all Security, housekeepers. There's all kind of stuff. Right, right, right. Groundskeepers. Um, so he left the hospital, Trump, and he went right into the White House. Did you know at some point, Nobody would go in to talk with him unless they were in full PPE. That's funny. Is it? Uh, And so today uh, he got his doctor to say that he is no longer capable of spreading coronavirus. Mm. Mind you, we don't know when he actually uh, last tested negative. So we don't, so there's a window of when you get it, when you show symptoms and the, you know, how the positivity for the contact tracing. So, you know, less than what, I don't know, four or five days after, after an experimental uh, medication, uh, his doctor, by the way, who works for him, Trump is, this do- is the commander in chief of this doctor. This is an Air, uh, Air Force and Navy doctor has released this, you know, statement saying that he's no longer uh, contagious, essentially. So this fool wanted, he refused, this fool Trump refused to have the presidential debate with Joe Biden be remote, uh, be uh, virtual. And his reasoning was, well, obviously we know why, why why a virtual debate would be you know, something you'd want to do when, because of the COVID and because, you know, the president has coronavirus. So you don't want Uncle Joe and Trump in the same place in close proximity because, they're, to be honest, they're both in, you know, the high mortality range rate. Uh, by the way, Uncle Joe would probably get access to the same medication because of him being a vice president before. Um, so you refuse to do it. Do you want to know why Trump said he refused to have the virtual uh, debate? Can't wait. Because they could cut you off. I was thinking that when you said it originally. Like, he's not doing that because they can just mute him. Yep. That's, that's his primary gripe. They could cut you off. Um, anyway, so that's... So the, the, the debate between uh, Joe and Trump has been... Well, the next one is taken off calendar. I don't know if they'll have another one for... The Democratic Party's sake, I hope they do, because Trump on the mic is only going to piss off more people. Um, so Trump has said he is going he he's going to go back on the campaign trail. <coughs> he's going to he's going to he's going to hit the trail, right? Because <coughs> um, he's feeling better than he, than he has in twenty years, <coughs> and so he had his first event last night. Be at the White House. Did you did you know about that? Didn't hear about that. He gave a speech from the balcony, and I think in the South Lawn or whatever, there was a group of his supporters. Ironically, most were wearing masks. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? And he's apparently supposed to have some 
uh, rally in Florida today. Wow. That probably won't be outside. Mind you, this nigga still has coronavirus. Not only does he have coronavirus, he's having a hard time breathing. Don't believe me? Just watch him. Just watch him. Mind you, we don't know the long-term effects of people who even get better from coronavirus. We don't know. We don't know. So he's saying he's going to Florida today, and he's saying he's going to go to uh, Pennsylvania uh, in the coming days. He, uh, Florida is, is, is a state that is up for grabs. Um, and normally isn't. Uh, Pennsylvania is a state Trump needs, and he does not have. Joe Biden is ahead in Pennsylvania. Um, so we'll see yeah. uh, how that works out for him. In the meantime, you know, Trump is continuing to say, hey, if I don't win, then clearly the election was rigged and illegitimate. Sound like a dictator. Sound like a dictator. Okay. So let's uh, really quickly talk about George Floyd. The police officer that's that... Uh, Probably, well, I don't want to say it. The police officer who seems most directly uh, uh, responsible for his death, the uh, asshole with his knee on George Floyd's neck, uh, I think it's uh, Darren Chauvin or something like that. Derek Chauvin, yeah. Well, he recently posted Bond. I heard that. Not only did he post Bond, but the, uh, the judge said, hey, you can leave Minnesota. Heard that too. Because it's just too dangerous here. It's just too dangerous. Justice, right? Justice. I think, I think so. Let's put a pin in that. B, did you hear about Jonathan Price? Uh, yes, I have heard a little bit about Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price um, was a black man, or is a black man, who was, you know, I'd say he's a lot like you, be honest. One of the one of the, a, very, a good brother, a very good brother out there, you know, thinking the best of everybody, you know, trying to you know, trying to see the the you know both points of things, and you know, people are generally good people type of brother. All cops aren't bad. Well, uh, he was shot and killed in. Uh, Texas, Wolf City, Texas. B, do you know anything about the details? Oh, a little bit. It's, it's, there, I don't think there are a lot of details yet. From what I've heard, um, reports are that there was a, a couple in an argument or a fight or something. He tried to step in the middle and ended up getting into a fight with the guy. And the police were called. The police show up and um, told everybody to freeze. He got up and started walking away. The cops kept saying, freeze, you too, freeze, and trying to detain him, letting him know he was detained, and he kept walking away. So he deployed his taser, and then the report goes, jumps from, he deployed his taser and then his sidearm. So that's all, that's all the details I've heard so far. I'm not sure if anything else has been released, but there's got to be, there, be something between the taser and the firearm, and that's what, we're, that's what we're still waiting on as far as I know. Maybe you have more information. No. Well. There are new details surfacing about this. In an affidavit obtained by CBS, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Texas Rangers, the Texas Rangers are different types of cops in Texas. Um, 
but law enforcement, let's go with that. Say that Lucas, the shooter, uh, Sean Lucas is the police officer who killed him, mm-hmm. was greeted by a male subject, later identified as Jonathan Price. Price came very close to the officer, asking, you doing good? Multiple times, while extending his hand in a handshake gesture. So, by the way, B, this was a Blue Lives supporter, Mr. Price. So he did what any Blue Lives person would do. Anybody that's, you know, thinks they're white would do, you know, is a kerfuffle. The authorities have come and you're going to tell the authorities your side of the story and let them sort it out. One problem. His black ass. Um, so apparently, according to the affidavit, at some point, Price tried to walk away and said, I can't be detained. And shortly after that, he said that he was tased uh, and then shot four times in the upper torso. The investigator said the actions of the police officer were not objectionably reasonable. Oh yeah, I knew that too. That was that was yeah. a, long, a while ago. Yeah, they, he got put on administrative leave, right? Immediately. Mm, I don't know if it's administrative leave, but he's been you know, he was arrested. Okay, he's been arrested now. Yeah. Um, the um, the investigator added that Lucas intentionally and knowingly caused the death of Price. Right. All right. So let's move on. So we on the one hand, Derek Chauvin is allowed bond and allowed uh, to leave the state. Yeah. When you're a person of interest, what do they normally tell you? Stay put. Not that you would not that you are ever been a person of interest, B. Stay put. But yeah, don't go anywhere. Yeah. But you ah yeah, you can go somewhere. That makes sense though. Does it? Yeah, it does. Even 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 um, regular civilians when they go into, like, say for instance, if Kanye West went into custody, I know what he was about to say. Were you supposed to, about to say, uh, uh, was it um, criminal protection or something like that? Well, not necessarily criminal protection, but but yeah, that too. Like for instance, if this Kanye, ain't that, and that if, ain't this. Well, no, it is though, because if Kanye West were to go into uh, a jail, pr- prison, or whatever, he's not going to be among everyone. He's going to be in solitary confinement. That just like the cops do when they go in. So this is just saying that hey, you're you're out here. And we want to make sure you make it to court because he's not guilty yet. They still haven't done the trial. So because of that, and if you are innocent, you are a law enforcement person, there's a different type of anger that comes towards you if you're here where you're, you have been. So I'm, that makes sense to me until we figure you know it out. Who, and once we figure it out, then your ass gets fried. If, it's, if you're guilty, your ass gets fried. But until then, you're still innocent until what, proven guilty. What is this FB? Did you not watch the eight minute and 46 second video? I don't understand why you think there's going to be a, this is going to be justified in some way. Still but, an if. No. Until he's guilty, he's innocent. You know who would agree with you or who would have agreed with you uh, this time last week? Jonathan Price. Yeah. I mean, you know, I can't, I, I'm not saying that um, Jonathan Price's death isn't something that makes you, you know, even a person like me Kind of, you know, a little bit, turn your neck to the side a little bit. But at the same time, that doesn't, that doesn't change my values and how I see the world. 
Yeah, well, the world has a value on you. Well, but, I mean, but... shit happens sometimes, though. Even Okay, even if all things were fair and everything was right, shit would still happen occasionally. What if this particular one is just one of those that just happened? And this guy, you Sean mean, Lucas... like a mulligan? Like he froze up? No, Sean Lucas is just an asshole, and he... And he he acted like an asshole does, and he's the one time or the two times or the three times in, in all of the, the times they went right. He's the one time that it didn't go right, and there's no justification, and it's a criminal offense, and it's, he's going to prison forever. But all things that are happening in that case are happening the way they should, just like they did in the George Floyd case. Those guys got arrested immediately. People were mad, and nobody agreed with the fact that, he, that, the, that George Floyd died. That's what was so crazy about all this to me was that people were so upset, but he was arrested. He was arrested almost immediately. There was no you know, delay. So this sounds like Mike Pence. Because Mike Pence at the debate said he does not believe there's systemic injustice. Mm, come on now, you're painting me. I didn't, I didn't say that. Oh, well, you hate the shoe fit. But let's, 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 let's talk about what really is happening All right. with racial tensions in this country. And let's talk about the element of subversiveness, white supremacy, if you will, uh, that has been allowed to grow. The, the fire's been flamed by this president who's made it okay for these people to come out. Last week, we talked about uh, the Proud Boys. Remember that, B? Yes. Have you heard about what happened in Michigan with the governor? I did not. Governor Gretchen Whitmer, a rising Democratic star. One of the people, first people to put, you know, very strict restraints to battle coronavirus. She's one of those people that Trump tweeted out, tweeted out you know, uh, open up now, you know, you're not, you don't have to take this or uh, people are not going to sit and take this, take back whatever. Essentially advocating for some sort of, you know, uh, some sort of, uh, well, violence, social unrest in response to coronavirus. Uh, Ms. Whitmer is also, as I said, a prominent star in the Democratic Party. So, there was a plot by at least 13 individuals to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. At least to kidnap her. Kidnap her. And then what? I don't know. I don't know if the plot was to kidnap her, kidnap her for ransom or the plot was to kill her. I don't know. Uh, the FBI director... Uh, Biggest threat to the United States, according to the FBI director, the biggest terror threat, white supremacists. The rising, growing terror, uh, threat, terrorist threat in the United States. Under the Trump administration, these individuals have been uh, encouraged, gaslit, dog-whistled, outright endorsed. Uh, I'll refer back to our Proud Boys uh, conversation last, last episode, our 100th. This is 101. Um, and these fringe individuals attempted to kidnap 
an actual governor. And the democratic states that Trump has since the coronavirus has been, you know, has been a thing, constantly, constantly, constantly advocated for social unrest. Uh, this is crazy, B. And so when Trump was made aware of what happened, do you think Trump, you know, said this is, this is, you know, this has to stop. This is not acceptable. Um, you know, well wishes to uh, uh, Governor Whitmer and her family of this, you know, insidious plot. Do you think he said anything like that? I don't know. No, no, the fuck he didn't. No, the fuck he didn't. Instead, he went, you know, he continued to talk about how Michigan needs to be opened up. Silence is often acceptance. But this president's done a lot more than silence. Very fine people on both sides. Con I, I condemn. Who do you want me to condemn? Who? Who? What, who are these people you want me to condemn? Okay, Proud Boys. Okay, stand back and stand by. Stand back and stand by. He's, turn he's tearing this country apart. If he can't be president, he wants it all to come down. B, I know we've talked here and privately about how there needs to be a change. But where, there, where there's disorder and violence, then that's anarchy. That's anarchy. And right now, he's already told us the vote shouldn't matter. These ballots, can't trust them. Absentee ballots, okay. There's no difference between absentee ballots and mail ballots. Same shit. You know, he's, his governors, these Republican governors, you know that they've started taking out drop-off boxes. Did you know that, B? Yeah, I heard about that. For example, in Texas, the governor has limited to one drop box per county. Yeah, we talked about that in, um, in Houston last week. Right. So there was a, it, was, it was a challenge in court. And the challenge essentially led to a stay of everything the way it is, the way it is as of the governor's order until there was a hearing on the merits of the uh, motion to stop this. Ohio, a Republican state with a Republican governor, same thing, taking out drop boxes. In a global pandemic that we've never seen, where people are actually afraid to go stand in long lines because they don't want to get sick and possibly die. Donald Trump has this baseless theory that despite 25 years of evidence to the contrary, somehow, for this election, even though it hasn't happened yet, that there's massive voting fraud and you can't trust the mail-in ballots. Forget those other 25 years. Forget what my FBI, FBI director said. I feel this is what's happening. And his acolytes are doing it. His governors are complying. B, did you know that Trump won an October surprise? Did, did, are you familiar with that term? I've heard somebody saying that. I, I don't know. Well, he was working I, it's with hard to believe director anything. Bill Barr and, and uh, his special investigator, uh, Durham. I want to say John Durham have been continuing to work on alleged spying into the uh, Trump campaign. And uh, the goal of that was, of course, to find some information that Trump would like so he could release it. 
that's not going to happen according to Bill Barr. Uh, it's not going to be ready in time. So what have they pivoted to? Uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has said that they're going to be releasing information regarding Hillary Clinton's emails. What do you think about that, B? Um, unbothered. Why? Because it doesn't matter. Not to why me. doesn't it matter? It just doesn't matter to me. Tell me why it should matter. I'm not saying it should. Oh, yeah. Because I said, I said they're going to drop some information regarding Hillary Clinton's emails. It doesn't matter to me. Like, how is she important at all? Well, B, I mean, I mean, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I'm saying that that's, that doesn't doesn't move the needle at all for me. Hillary Clinton is but, not in the, in but the Hillary race. Clinton is, is crooked, B, and her she has these emails. She's been crooked. That she was, you need that you need to know about before you go vote, B. That, but she's not. She, I'm not voting for her regardless. She doesn't have a, a choice. It doesn't matter. Like this, irrelevant to me. Anything B, about Hillary Clinton is irrelevant. You. This is information you need to know before you vote. Hillary Clinton and her emails. Right. Again, that's not going to do it. They need to, if they're going to move the needle, it needs to be something more um, prevalent to the, the actual election. Oh, he wait till you read these emails, these Hillary Clinton emails. <laughs> right. You wait till you, you wait. She's a bad person. Donald Trump called Kamala Harris's performance. Uh, she, he spoke about Kamala Harris in the debate. He called her a monster. Did you hear that, B? I did, and and although I thought she was, it was very performative, and it was a little annoying how she kept making her face look when she was talking, like it was so annoying that she had to answer the Hold question. Up. We're not gonna do that trope, as if Donny Boy don't make faces all day, oh, no, 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 every no. day I, at important shit. I, but I'm making a statement about Kamala. So, although she was annoying to me, how she, the the performative part of it and the the condescending tone, it was a little annoying to me. However, Monster was nowhere close to what I was thinking. Well, I think that's a very misogynist and uh, way of looking at it, but you're entitled to your opinion. But I digress. Because we literally talked about a double standard for people of color and particularly black women of color. I'm not talking about a person of color. I'm saying that she was not mild-mannered at all. and that's not Mild-mannered? Yes. That we're, we're talking about professionals on a stage. Now, we're talking about, not talking about Trump because we all agree. We all agree. I think it's unanimous. We all agree that Trump is the worst at all of this. So let's remove him from it. If we're talking about Pence and Kamala, right? Those two people, I think that Pence acted more like a vice president or a presidential candidate, where I feel like Kamala was doing more of the performance stuff. That's all I said. And that's not a trope. That's not a, that's not misogyny. That's just my opinion watching it. Why does it have to be a thing? Why do you have to label the way my opinion of it? That's just, this is, this is the problem with everyone in this country right now is that if you say something about someone, they got all these labels for you and all these ideas of what you're probably trying to say and who you are as a person and what you did three years ago before you said that about Kamala. No, I felt like she was just being very performative and it was a little, the way she was speaking was a little condescending. I don't think that Pence did that. Now, whether or not you Pence was completely lying. You don't think that anything condescending? You don't? See, see, here we go. Now we're talking about overall, overall overarching, the, what the, the entire thing looked like to me, my opinion I felt like hers was a lot more performative and a lot more condescending. Uh, you're going to let me talk. You're going uh, to give me this. This is just a, a different attitude. And I don't care what you think about, that's the trope. Well, no, that's the truth. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But don't call me these names because I have that opinion. That's just my opinion. I looked at it. That's what I saw. Nobody fed that to me. Nobody's telling me in my back, in my earpiece now to, to say this because I got to follow the, the narrative. I'm not, there's no narrative. 
That was just me watching the debate with open eyes and making a determination. I felt like between the two of those people, Pence acted a little more professional. Now, if you don't like that, I'm sorry, but that's just the way I saw it. Okay, well, then you'll agree with these comments from Donald Trump. I don't agree. He this, monster this, monster was, this monster that was on stage with Mike Pence, who destroyed her last night, by the way, I thought that wasn't even a contest last night. She was terrible. I don't think you could, you could get worse. And totally unlikable. And she is. I disagree with everything he said. So that's his response, which, regardless whether you'd like it or not be, is a trope and follows along Donald Trump's actual <laughs> history of attacks oh, on black my, women. Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. See, this is what I'm saying. So you can never. So what if she is all those things? Like, what if she is the trope? You still can't say it? All I'm saying is judge Mike Pence by the same standard, and I'm I not do, 100% sure you I are. I did. I did. I think I'm an intelligent enough person to make that open decision on my own without someone feeding it to me, without being called a name. I just have an opinion of what I saw, and it's a little unfair to say that you, even though we've known each other as long as we have, that you really believe that I'm bringing, injecting all these other things and, and slavery and all this other stuff into what the... Come on, man. I don't believe that she was a monster. Not at all. I don't believe she was an ugly person. Not at all. I don't think she's unlikable. Not at all. I just felt like the two of them up there, I felt like that he composed himself. I mean, for instance, a fly landed on this dude's head and he didn't even... He was so in, he was so in the part... His professionalism shined so hard, he wasn't even willing to shoo the fly away from his head. He's like, no. If the fly is here, it's going to stay here because I'm a professional. That's, that's what I'm saying. I felt like between the two of them. Now, if you call that a trope, fine. That's on you. But I don't agree with it. I don't agree that that's just, we can chalk this up to just another coon or another trope or another stereotype. I don't think we can just chalk it up there. Sometimes, sometimes things are fucking just are what they are. No, well, you're entitled to your opinion. opinion am, am, I, am I entitled to my opinion? The only, other thing like I would, the only other thing I would say in response to those things you said is there's a very famous uh, movie. And one of the famous lines of the movie is, my conditioning has been conditioned. So just because we're not aware and we think it's coming from a place doesn't mean there hasn't been things that have nudged, pushed, or influenced how we got there. I'm open to that. Um, okay, so moving on. Um, The next coronavirus uh, stimulus package, the next CARE Act, shortly after leaving the hospital and go, returning back to the old office, Trump tweeted out he was pulling out of the island negotiations. There are millions of people without a job. Uh, the airlines are about to lay off thousands of people. And so this next stimulus bill is needed. And both sides, both the House and the Senate have failed. But at least they were talking to each other. Well, Trump said he's not going to do that anymore. That was earlier in the day. Later on that day, after hearing from all of his um, members of his party who were running for re-election in their insensitive races, he reversed course again. There's been a heightened Trumpness this last week. And some doctors think it may be the side effects of being on very powerful steroids and the cocktails he was on. Well, he's on. I don't think he ever got off. 
That prompted a conversation on the 25th Amendment, which is the exchange of power in the executive branch when the president is incapacitated or otherwise unable to make uh, to perform his duties. The House passed a bill, passed essentially a a potential uh, bill, saying laying out you know how the power would transfer and, and how that would happen when the president's incapacitated has no chance of passing anything. But the point being is Trump has gotten us to a point to where we know nothing about his health. We don't even know when he got it. We don't know if he still has it. All these doctors on, you know, Fauci and others, they say these reports that his doctor who works for him is giving is incomplete. It's happy spin. Even the doctor admitted he was trying to put a positive spin on things. At the very least, we should know the health of the leader of our country. I don't agree. you think, B? Yeah, I agree. No. And we don't. We don't. Uh, lots of things are being said. Lots of gas is thrown in the fires. I believe this man means to tear all this down. If it's fuck him, it's fuck all of you. Um... This is a scary time. This is a scary time. I honestly don't know how this election is going to go, how much violence there, there will be after, and if there will be a peaceful exchange of power. This is not how America is supposed to work. This is how it works in, I don't know, Take your pick of any third world dictatorship or even Russia to some extent. So they squash violence pretty quickly there. <laughs> like a roach. They do in China too. I don't know, B. Me either, I man. think you're going to see that the principles that you fought and served for may have just been paper. Yeah. That this democracy, the long, not well-kept, dark secret of this country, which is racial injustice, is the tipping point to blowing all of this up. Putin knew that, and he enacted a plan, and that plan is fucking successful. Not when or if, it is. We're here. I don't know if the, as, you know, as, as famous Texas football coach Daryl K. Royal said, I don't know if the, you got to put the BBs back in the box. BB for BB gun. You can, younger listeners, you can Google that. <laughs> I don't know if these BBs are going back in the box, B. Matter of fact, I'm not sure if we, we're even going to have a fucking box. Lastly, Trump is kicking around the idea, sources say, of, of pardoning himself. Oh, nice. Just say that out loud. Pardoning himself for any crimes. Nice. It, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Someone says no. What if they say yes? Bumpy ride. If you don't have a voting plan, get one. Um, make sure if you haven't registered to vote wherever you are, uh, go, you know, you, you need to go to, I mean, I think there's vote.org. 
You can text vote three zero three three zero. Is it not too uh, late? They will, is it not too late to register? For some states, maybe not. Okay. For others, yes. For some, maybe not. Um, have a voting, even if you are registered, have a voting plan. As we sit here today, I'm looking at my, my uh, vote by mail uh, ballot right now. I'm going to the poll, the polling station. Well, you live in a battleground state, so yes, I advise that. Hopefully no one tells you you're dead. Which I, well, happened to one of my friends in Florida. He was informed he was dead. Um, so you have to vote. Make your voice heard if you don't. It's not, you know, they say if you don't vote, you don't get to complain, B. You, you, have you heard that before? I think it's stupid, but yeah, I've heard it. Well, if you don't vote, you might not have shit to complain about, period. <laughs> Maybe nothing. Don't know. Don't know. Maybe nothing. Don't know what's going to happen in the future. Scared to death. As a, another football coach used to say, yeah, football's on the brain. Scared to death about what's going to happen in the future. I can only do my part. B can only do his part. We're all going to see where this goes. We're all going to see the answer to some things that we never learned in history class or government class. Be it in high school, grade school, high school, college, uh, graduate school. We never learned about this shit. What happens when the sitting president says the, the vote is illegitimate? What happens if the sitting president says, if I don't win, the vote is illegitimate? What happens if a sitting president says, I ain't leaving? We don't know. We're going to find out. We're going to chop it up no matter what. Win, lose, draw. Canada or Mexico is going to be black on both sides. Where nothing is black and white. 